G'day and welcome to the podcast of Outpost Church in McLaren Vale. We hope you find this encouraging. to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms, because we are united with Christ. Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. So we praise God for the glorious grace he has poured out on us who belong to his dear son. He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. He has showered his kindness on us along with all wisdom and understanding. God has now revealed to us his mysterious will regarding Christ, which is to fulfill his own good plan. And this is the plan. At the right time, he will bring everything together under the authority of Christ, everything in heaven and on earth. Furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God, for he chose us in advance and he makes everything work out according to his plan. God's purpose was that we Jews, who were the first to trust in Christ, could bring praise and glory to God. And now you Gentiles have also heard the truth, the good news that God saves you. And when you believed in Christ, he identified you as his own by giving you the Holy Spirit whom he promised long ago. The Spirit is God's guarantee that he will give us the inheritance he promised and that he has purchased us to be his own people. He did this so we would praise and glorify him. Um, yeah, this inheritance so we get to out because of what Jesus paid for. It's exciting. It's um, a privilege. Um, yeah, so good. Now, I'm just um, keen to shut, I'll start off by sharing um, a bit of my testimony, um, which is just sort of more, I guess, my life, a bit of work, a bit of faith um, thrown in. So kicking off, um, when I was about 15, I was in high school and not really enjoying school, but I was just so excited to finish and start a cafe. Um, yeah, I was just like so excited to do it. Um, I had plans, I was like, start it, and then after a few years, start my second job, and after five years, had like three, and then 10 years, had malls scattered across Australia, like 
this huge giant um, birthday in the day. Don't why that's something we matter. Um, but yeah, it's just that was sort of my vision, and uh, my dad was like, "All right, cool, we've got this idea. How old do you reckon you are in a cafe?" Um, so he encouraged me to do a trade. So I left school at the age of twelve and started my trade as a apprenticeship. Um, yeah, just pushed after that, and yeah, had it in my mind. I was like, I was going to save a certain amount of money, buy an investment property to come work, and then after my apprenticeship was done, um, get to start a business. Um, just was so determined. At the same time, um, I was loving the Lord. Um, was he a youth group? <laughs> was really just excited about what God was showing me at that point. I just sort of really understood what faith was for myself, at least having a hold of it. Um, yeah, just loving it. And when I finished school work to join leadership at our youth and was serving, and I just remember some huge high points at the camps and different messages that I heard, which was super transformational for me. And I remember like being this little um, tear between like loving God and loving worshiping and being in community and just living out him, but then going to work and being way too scared to share the gospel, being um, yeah, overwhelmed and but then oh, and also just want to work really hard to sort of achieve these goals that I had set before myself. Um, so you had to have this sort of back and forth, you know, work the week, have a weekend with God, so work the week. Um, yeah. Then when uh, I was a couple years into my apprenticeship, I was at this camp and sitting just like praying over um, these kids who were telling these incredible, incredible experiences of God. Um, my mind goes completely blank when I just hear God say, quit your job and follow me. Um, which at the time was like pretty, yeah, huge, because yeah, it was it was cool, because I was like out of camp, east of town, I was so scared of God, I was like, heck yeah, let's do it, whatever that looks like, come on. Um, but then the reality of quitting my job, which I was two and a half years into my apprenticeship, a four year apprenticeship, and, really invested and you know feel like really um, important to the, in the team of work like quitting um, it's a big deal so it was good I um, had to serve with a few um, few people and just go yeah this is definitely God called me I'm um, in this so I um, turned to my boss and it was great I came to an agreement he said oh look here's where you take work so I'll sign you off as um, Baker a year and a half early just like oh that's definite um, nice to God <laughs> um, and it was good because so I left work and then I ended up Having my trade and then was able to still go back to do shifts at the bakery while I was still figuring out what I was doing and being paid instead of a second apprentice, being paid as a fully qualified baker, which was just great. So, <laughs> God was providing finances, which I then would later on need, um, which is good. Um, so, yeah, I had a year and a, like two years of was just like, what am I going to do? And just discerning, it was like, just going to say yes. Every opportunity God gives me, I'm just going to jump on board, let's do it, um, whatever this looks like. So, I had into this thing called Wyla, uh, which has youth leadership um, thing, which is great, just learning about how to lead teams and how to be the best leaders with these young people, which was cool. I um, got more involved in leading at um, youth and young adults at Seas, which was great. I was um, today, it is an apprenticeship um, under Shane Christie as an apprentice pastor, on an internship. Um, and yeah, that was just a great opportunity to sort of, yeah, very, I'm a very practical person, I love working hard and Physical jobs are great, so then sitting behind a computer and doing more typing and having to do a few subjects was a struggle, but it's like God's called me, so let's do it. Um, I have a lot of respect for people in, in the ministry, in the paid ministry, um, yeah, because that's something I'm not cool to, but I was, I was discerning whether I was or not. Um, yeah, so I had this cool time, and then I ended up being able to go to Darwin for a month um, just to be under some really cool teaching and just sit. Um, yeah, in fellowship for a whole month with these guys as well during that um, 
yet during the month. This, I think I had an idea of um, Google Doors and Google Action Media, but I just, that was like the one that to me, just watching uh, when I was in Darwin, watching this group of people who were sharing, and just, you know, I would do, yeah, you'd live life for a month, and that would be preaching a message, and then you'd sit down and have fellowship with them, and you'd point about scripture, and then you go to the shops with them, and then the same people, like the whole way through, so consistent that they're preaching the gospel when we're out at the shops, and they're praying for people, and they're like living this life, which me, personally, I've never seen um, other Christians live out before, and just sort of the box I had put God into that, attending this was blown out, and this was like, there's so much more to this than I have been stepping into, than I have been pursuing, and I was so excited to read more, to understand more, to grow more. Um, so yeah, I was then just hungry for God and keep on, keep on doing this um, apprenticeship and got to a point where I was like, I feel um, like the pain, but yeah, ministry as a pastor or something like that is not where I'm being called, but I feel so settled in myself that God's really calling me to workplace ministry. I feel like this last bit of time has been just really, for me, discovering who God is, how good he is, and then how to that in a workplace. Um, so I had a few different things in the middle. I started a coffee band, which was great, and bits and pieces. But then um, I met this beautiful girl and just wanted to marry her. Um, so I needed a stable income to buy a ring um, and <laughs> start a life. So I felt um, God had just opened the doors to work with my dad in his butcher, um, butcher shop. So why not go for a third trade while I'm at it? Um, so, Joined my dad, joined my butcher's apprenticeship, um, was there for three years, and that was great. It was hard work, but going into it being like, this isn't just another job, this is what I'm feeling God's calling me in as my ministry, um, and being really aware of that, and just being excited to see what could happen. Um, so I was working with seven guys, and just looking back at now, I go, like, that's like a ministry that I'll get over with, seven guys to invest in. My dad's a Christian, I work with my two brothers also who they're both not um, believers at the moment. But it was just a cool opportunity to share God's love and just consistency with them. Um, and then a bunch of other guys working as well. Um, yeah, the like, trades are pretty rough, as uh, some of you might know. So a lot of bad talk and yeah, just stuff which is tough to go through as like a, a Christian, a young Christian guy. But there was just an opportunity for me to like, you know, not only just be quiet and ignore the conversations, but also just like, yeah, just invite God into it and be like, how can I just share his love a bit? How can I push in or when I feel uncomfortable and like this isn't right? It's like, God, how can I just have your odor being spread around this shop, you know, <laughs> just having you, you know? Um, yeah, so that was a challenge, but really cool. You know, I saw things like my brother um, asked me if we could read the Bible together during that time, which was a massive breakthrough. We did it a few times. Um, had another guy, he was just continuously did understanding and working, and then it asked me this really thought-provoking question about, like, more, is there more out there, or what is it? Um, and yeah, it's just cool being able to do this, yeah, just living out my life and um, just enjoying watching what's sort of happened from it. Um, just like, yeah, following God. There was definitely hard days, days which I didn't enjoy at all when things I <laughs> did wrong, but um, no, like God was glorified through it, which is really cool. Um, during that time, um, yeah, Shane and Christy, had the calling to start Outpost, and um, me and Beth discerned that, yeah, we were to join in that calling, um, which is super exciting. So, started that, we were um, living in McLaren Vale, and then me and Beth were at a crossroads, like, well, we either start a family right now, or we look to start a cafe, which is still a real passion of mine to do. But this time, instead of 
you know, when I was simply just doing it hard work to get it done, it was like, if we're going to do it, we're going to just pump the wisdom over. Like, hit me, charge, and we'll just work with you kind of thing. Um, so we sort of set out, like, well, there's only one place that we can think of in Carabao, which we wouldn't desire to open a place, and that's where Manor is now, if you didn't know. Spoiler alert, the story. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would drive past it every day to work and drive past it every day, every day home, and it was just like, Lord, thanks for that building. Thanks for that, Lord. Every single time, just sort of yeah, hoping that that would be the place because it was so in my heart. Um, yeah, and then we just thought, all right, we'll, we're like, we're going to do it. We'll just push the door and see if it, if it opens. And if it doesn't, then sweet, we'll start a family right here, right now. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> as we're, I like, like all the real estate agent, I think a lot of you might have heard like, this story. You can sort of share it in part, but like, yeah, just the door open, we meet him, we just share it, sort of share our vision and our passion. He's just so excited. We get a deal for heaps cheaper than what he was asking, and apparently what he had turned for what some people were offering more than asking. He just really liked us and thought we'd be a great fit. So he said yes to us, and we just had so much of God just pulling through so many times, you know, financially and just with staff and just so many things. And just us holding God at the, the front of it, and we haven't done that all the time. We've tried our best. <laughs> um, there's so much learning. We are always still learning what it's like to have God as our boss. Um, to be employed by him. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fun. We now have yeah, 15 staff, and the investor would look at that as us have like a ministry of 15. And we, there's Christians in there which are joining with us in that minute, in that um, mission, in that ministry. But yeah, we get a chance to just live out in consistency as best we can to when we have financial struggles, when things break down, we have a decision to be upset, be annoyed, be frustrated. Um, to stop and pray and be like, God, we need you to come through because I've got, no other, got nothing else. Um, yeah, so that's kind of where, now, where we're at. Um, so part of the outpost vision, anyone know the outpost mission statement? Yeah, uh, I love it, so I'm going to tell you it. It's to see the family of God expand through our shared kingdom life. I love that to see the family go expand through our shared kingdom life in Maranville. It's the shared kingdom life, and those testimonies were incredible. As I was like sitting up, this is just God is stirring something because what Laura was saying, what Jill said, what Christy said, it's just that day after day in community, just, just sort of being in relationship with each other, loving God, loving people, um, and being together and going out. Yeah, being where God's calling us throughout the week and then coming back and being rebuilt and being like, yes, that was a hard week, but let's come on like God's glory to be shown. How good is that? And just be sort of refocused in. Um, yeah, Chad and Christy have been sharing a lot lately about the kingdom here and now, the kingdom come. Um, and yeah, what was read before in Ephesians, just we have this inheritance that we can um, tap into and we can get yeah, pull on where we're living out um, in our callings. So, yeah, it's really exciting. Um, yeah, I think that's sort of where I'm really wanting to push us into tonight. Of sort of where is um, our influence? Where are we in situations where we um, can have a decision to, um, yeah, to be an influence of the kingdom here and now? Like, as in here and now, or we can decide to not. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's this real cool decision. I think, like, um, for me, it's my workplace, but for others, it could be like a 
a friend, family member, or a, just a single individual to, to love and well, um, that you get this opportunity to be Jesus in this, on this earth, um, which is great. Beth's going to read some more scripture for us from Ephesians 2, verse 10 to 2. Once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins, you used to live in sin just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers of the unseen world. He is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. All of us used to live that way, following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. By our very nature, we were subject to God's anger, just like everyone else. But God is so rich in mercy, and he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved. For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms, because we are united with Christ Jesus. So God can point to us in all future ages as examples of the incredible wealth of his grace and kindness toward us, as shown in all he has done for us who are united with Christ Jesus. God saved you by his grace when you believed, and you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done, so none of us can boast about it, for we are God's masterpiece. Who has created us anew in Christ Jesus, so we can do the good things He planned for us long ago? Um, yeah. It's exciting what we get to now live out, and just put a little close quote. It's about yeah, for nothing for our own, and it's just to see Him glorified. Um, I think we are seated in heavenly places, as we just heard, and. Yeah, citizenship in heaven looks different than citizenship on earth. Like we get this, um, we get to think, we get to have fun and imagine with God what that's going to look like in our specific areas of influence. We get um, something that I got from um, when Shane was preaching the other week was um, we breathe in the kingdom to breathe out the kingdom. Um, we need to be like in that constant fellowship with one another. We have to be. We get to be just uh, in his word, worshiping him in prayer. Um, so we're so lucky with him that it's just flooding out of us in these places. Um, yeah, it's just like really exciting opportunity. Um, remember, I was going to share this story, but actually yesterday at work, um, we're just behind the coffee machine and this couple came in and I just instantly felt that my heart started racing. I just like felt super uneasy as they entered. And I was just like so aware that like, they, they kind of this presence, which, um, yeah, I don't feel like it's from God. I feel like there's something else that they're carrying when they come in. Um, and for me, and for, for us as only man, it's like this is a place where God's presence is. And this is where people who know him or don't know him can come in and just notice something different. One of our most common um, what people would like saying how good the place is, is like, there's just feels, it just has a nice atmosphere, it has a nice feeling to it. It's like something just feels different in here, it's really nice. Um, and we said that's the Holy Spirit. <laughs> like that's what we've been praying into. It's what we want. Um, so when these guys came in, we felt this like, super unease. And like I don't know what they're carrying, but like that's not 
I don't feel like that's the kingdom. And I was like, I need to pray against that and pray for them. I get this opportunity now. There's Christianity, make copies, just looking at them and praying. Um, God's love, God's peace over them. Just have no idea. I could have completely misread that. I could have said that completely wrong. But worst case, I'm playing for these two guys anyway. <laughs> that's a good thing in itself. But uh, I also had another experience. Uh, a bit like this uh, the book show when I was working with this one guy. He had a pretty rough um, experience in the Catholic Church when he was younger. Heaps of hurt against anyone who called themselves a Christian, which was um, hard. And for me, I was just, you know, every Monday I'd go in and just be like, what can I share about what I shared about at church on Sunday? Like, here's my chance. And he would work Mondays with me and just, if I would just say, like, something, how was your weekend? I'd say, oh, yeah, good, went to church. He'd be instantly, like, in an attack and just cut down to, like, don't even breathe a word of anything about God's goodness or anything. And he's just completely cutting and I just ended up with such almost anxiety every time I was working. My heart would break. So it'd just be like fearful. I think like he would just dominate this presence of um, I don't know what it was exactly, but it's just like that's not yeah, it's not nice and it's tight. There's tension and awareness of myself. Like I never want to um, where I wrote down was I never want to be um, like feel like the presence that I'm holding of heaven um, is dominated by someone else's presence or something that isn't good, isn't God around me. That is like a hard thing to do by myself, but I need God with me. I need to be in fellowship. I need to be filled with Him so that I can carry that pattern consistently when it's stressful, when it's hard, when bad things are happening. I need to be, and it's just exactly as we shared in those testimonies, when we're close to Him, it's so much easier to live it out because He's filling us and we're encouraged by another when it's a hard day, we can message and have people praying for us, isn't it? Yeah. As well. It's really good. Yeah, I just want to take some time now. I mean, like, listening to this book, um, The Ruthless Elimination of Plague, which is really good. He says this thing at the beginning of the book, which um, I feel like it's true for me when I listen to sermons and books as well. Um, you can listen to something and go, that is, like, that is good. That is a really good word. That is great teaching. But also think, oh, my wife, man, you should really listen to this sermon. She would get a lot out of it. Um, we can think like these things. And... Um, that's all right, because that's good too. But I feel like our calling is something that we can really take hold of and, with and be excited to see what God wants to do in our sort of hard situations. And like we are, there's so many of us who are living in that calling, whatever God has called us into, which is unreal. Um, but I just want to push in a little bit deeper and go um, take some time now to just take don't take five minutes in um, quiet and just sort of discern with God for ourselves where He's calling us right here, right now. Um, like for me, I feel like I've got a pretty clear understanding of what that is. But once again, I need to come back to him and be like, God, is this right right now? Like, I want to own this cafe for 20 years. But if that's not what God wants me to do, then like the sales sign goes up and we move on, like whatever it is. It's, it's like we don't hold on to things as our own. We just sort of want to continue to come back to him and just refocus and re-resign in on him and let him be a direct in our lives. Um, so yeah, just want an opportunity for that. I want, um, if you feel like you're living at the primary calling, loving God, loving people, but don't know where your secondary calling is, you get an opportunity to seek God and ask God what that might look like. Um, if you don't feel like you're in a, in a certain place to have, you know, be living out a secondary calling at the moment, it's totally fine. Pray to God of who's someone I can love on right now, who's someone I can just be, you know, encouraging and that sort of, yeah, loving God, loving people. How can I be the best in our relationship, Lord? I just want you to say, you're going to take five minutes now. Um, to reflect and just to sort of 
ask for like afterwards. Um, then I'll come back up and try to finish. Um, I've got some pen and paper so we can write it down, but I really want this to be we get this opportunity to have dinner afterwards together. And I just think this is an awesome opportunity to encourage each other to be like, where's God calling you right now? What's that look like for you? What did you write down in that time? What did you feel God saying to you in that time? Um, share the kingdom of life. That's how we are going to see um, Clarenvale transformers starts there. And we get this opportunity of dinner after. So we take this time and then encourage you guys to chat about this over dinner as well. Um, so yeah, hope you pray for us. Thank you so much um, for who you are and what you're doing in everyone's lives right now, Father, for um, the incredible gift you have to us, what sacrifice you pay for us so that we can be in your freedom, so that um, yeah, we can enjoy your freedom. We pray right now that we will speak so much to us that we can um, just tune in on you and, and hear what you speak to us. We can reflect on um, yeah, where you're calling us um, and how we get out of this time. Pen and paper, if you like, type on your phone.